If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. We've got congressman on the phone. We have a Republican. We're mixing it up a little here. We've got Congressman Ryan Zinke, of course, former Secretary of Interior, and also big into now fighting President Biden's EV push. This is stunning. That apparently he wants electric vehicles for the military. <laughs> My goodness, Congressman! Great to have you here on Cats and Cosby. This is Rita Cosby. Wonderful. Great to be with you, and Big John, I miss you. Why don't you come out to Montana this summer? Well, Montana, I'll tell you, uh, Larry Kudlow loves to talk about Montana. I think his wife is from there or something, and he says you could drive from Montana for three hours and run into nothing. Montana's the same size as Washington, D.C. to Chicago, plus two miles. There there you have it. (laughs) I love Montana. with this Biden EV thing, all right, it's just the moment we get energy independence, the moment we achieve that, and that's been a national goal since, you know, Carter and the OPEC, right? All of a sudden, Biden does a turn and say, you know what? We're going to go EV, but we're going to do it before we have control of the supply chain or how to dispose of it. And so all of a sudden, we're running to be more dependent on China for our energy. It is unbelievable. If we have a war with China, uh, does that mean they're going to give us our energy anyway? Well, you know, you know, you know, we're a lot more dependent on China than what we'd like. I mean, and not only EV, this is, this is the batteries and the, and the solar cells, but also things like pharmaceuticals. 98% uh, of our antibiotics. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, before we go into energy, which is the key to everything, you know, when you have low-cost energy, you can manufacture. We can manufacture in this country, you know, forever if we have low cost. But when everything's subsidized and you're pushing, you're pushing, it's like a religion. You're pushing this EV. We don't know, you know, where we're going to get the resources. And here's a, here's a shocking statistic, is that it would take increase of mining 2,000% for 20 years to catch up on the demand today on these critical minerals and and battery components that are driving the EV economy. Well, you know, I want to ask you, Congressman, about what we just said here about the military, that the Biden administration would ask the military to basically go EV or mandate it. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to be in the middle of the desert and say, oh, we got to plug in our uh, electric vehicle. This is stupid. Well, Rita, this is this is from the same administration, the secretary of Navy of the Navy said his number one priority is what? Global climate change. You know, does, does he not see China? Does he not, not see I, that China, Iran, and Russia are doing joint exercises in, in the Middle East now? I mean, so the, the number one priority, the number one concern and priority is, 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 is climate change. Come on. Uh, we we, we, we got we to gotta bring our head up. 
and, and, and look at the threats they are. I'm all about clean energy, but every type of energy has a consequence. And to push the, the military into, into buying into this, this same idea, you know, puts national security at risk. Well, no question. Congressman Judge Richard Weinberg, welcome to the show, sir. Another problem, which I read about in today's Wall Street Journal, is that there's one factory that produced gunpowder, which uh, had a fire two years ago, has not been replaced. So we don't even have the ability to manufacture our own gunpowder. What do we do about that? Well, you know, it's not only gunpowder. Uh, on critical minerals, you know, it's no secret. Uh, germanium, for instance, is used for all our high-end optics on thermo and laser, and U.S. doesn't have any of it. We have to send China our specs, our specs, so China can grow the crystals and send it back. So on, on gunpowder and munitions, we're running, we're running our stockpiles down and dangerous with, without a plan in Ukraine, right? And, you know, you, you walk the walk on, on our, our foreign policy, which is a disaster. Congressman, uh, I had uh, lunch today for, with a very high up uh, uh, person in Canada, and he just happened to mention that our uranium is running low. Have you heard that at all? Um, John, I can give you a horrifying list of critical minerals uh, that the uh, I'd say I, I think the statistic is China controls either directly or indirectly the supply chain of about seventy percent of our of our critical minerals uh, to to include those that are necessary for a nuclear stockpile, either either China or Russia. Wow! Right? And and so you, Spectre you at is at work. Is, it, is that the well, word we used in the, the James, James Bond, Bond movie? James Bond. <laughs> Well, you know, and, and it's fixable, but, but look, yeah, I haven't seen anything actually is not fixable. We're, we're, a great, we're a great country, so we, we can take a deep breath on that and pat ourselves in the back that the problems before us are fixable. But we're going we're to have to address them uh, because they are daunting. And, you know, I know, I know you have a, a, you know, a mixed group, but I can tell you on, on uh, the way I look at the country a lot of times is, you know, there's two oars rowing this country, and I will say I'm the right oar. But I do recognize there's a left oar. Uh, and if you just use one oar all the time, the boat goes in circles. So it looks like our country is going right circle, left circle. Uh, in order to face the challenges, we need, we need to row together a little. And it can't be for the tips. Uh, bo- both sides better start rowing together because we're, we're facing some very daunting challenges. One thousand percent. And everybody, we're talking to Congressman Ryan Zinke, former Secretary of the Interior. You know, I, I want to ask you, you also met with Taiwan's president. Um, how do you think this our president is handling what may be a huge issue. I mean, we talked about the military with EVs, but what about the potential of what China may do underneath what as many people see as a weak President Biden, especially on foreign policy? Well, and and the weakness I'll say started with Afghanistan. Uh, That was such a debacle, colossal failure uh, that it led to pause. It probably gave Putin the green light to advance in Ukraine. And then with China, uh, you know, we are so far out of position in logistics and fuel. Uh, meeting with the, the president of Taiwan, that was important. Uh, Speaker McCarthy, he, he doesn't have to get permission from China who he meets, nor should he. 
But I think on, on Taiwan, uh, we should deliver the arms and ammunition and help that they've already purchased there. We're, we're slow. And, and we need to coordinate with our allies. I mean, when our allies don't trust us, I mean, you look at Australia. You know, we, we surged the uh, capability soon to have you know, submarines, and, and their prime minister says unequivocally, I think was the quote, that, that, that don't, don't think these, that this is a commitment to go to war uh, you know, for Taiwan. So, you know, our allies in, in, in the region, uh, we need to shore up, and, and you do that by leading. But also, you know, we, didn't, we need to do a lot better on, on our economic ties in that region because China's the big gun, you know, trade-wise, and, and we need to compete. And, and how do we compete? Low energy costs. we got to pay our people more in labor that we should. Innovation, but we need to be out in front on both, both our, our force projection capabilities and trade. But, uh, Congressman, how how do we turn this country around in the next year and a half while you still have a Biden administration? Because it seems to me they're going to take advantage of what they perceive to be a weak president. And what do we do well, now to, to bring us back? It, well, I tell you, the vote yesterday uh, was far more significant than most people looked at. And it was about the debt, right? And we're not going to give a clean uh, debt ability for this administration to, to keep spending. So what we brought forth, the markets love it. It, it, it makes sense. Let's get America back to work. You know, a shocking statistic, males, by the way, John, 18 to 45. Males, 18 to 45. About a third are out of the workforce. And I, when I say a lot of workforce, no W-2, no 1099. So they're either cash business, they're on the couch, or they're incarcerated. And America's got to get back to work. Uh, and and we got to eliminate the eighty-seven IRS troopers that were coming our way. And why haven't and, and we put the, them? Why have we taken that money instead of the IRS people and put it on the border to protect our border, Congressman? Well, here it comes because because now we have control of the House, and in many ways, the House is the last line of freedom. But that little Constitution is a wonderful thing, John. And you know, our founding fathers were clever, and they put up front in Article One, way up front that no money should be withdrawn from the Treasury without consequence of appropriations by Congress by law. So we're going back to appropriations, John, because everything should be looked at. And when this administration makes these priorities in global warming over protection of our citizens or, or, or things that, that leaving, running away from Sudan, you know, they got the embassy out, but what about the people, they, the, the U.S. You know, citizens they left behind? This this has become a pattern with this administration. Remember that they pulled out of Afghanistan, John. They and they don't. Well, they it's, only locked it's the happening in Sudan. Left. It's happening. Yeah. They, they pulled out the embassy people out of Sudan, and they left the Americans there again. Yeah, sixteen thousand, John. I mean, that's an amazing number. Well, well, and and remember, Afghanistan. They not only locked the gates shut; they welded the gates shut and knowingly and willingly left thousands of U.S. citizens in Afghanistan while they were stoning to death female pilots that we trained, and they were they were hanging interpreters out of helicopters. And now, and now with Sudan, they pull the embassy staff. God bless them; you know, they they work hard out in the middle of the night, but they but they abandon and they, and they, and they and they hang out to dry. Uh, American citizens. I mean, what's the purpose of our embassies? One of them is to protect our citizens. Yeah, absolutely. Congressman, thank you for coming on, and we'll talk again real soon. I enjoy talking to you, and I want to visit Montana, too. Will you take uh, us absolutely. with you? Absolutely, <laughs> and, 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 and Rita, come along. I'd love to see you both.